Hello, so I'm an investor in Palantir, and I think this is the most important software company in the world now. Let's see in five years' time, 10 years' time, 15 years' time, what this company is. I'm holding for a long period of time. I have that conviction, and it's being reinforced daily with the moves by management. Whilst there's some outstanding debates, some of them are being verified, and we have a pretty big announcement for investors today. So the big news is that the Panther development community is finally coming together. And there was an event hosted on the 12th of this month in Berlin, in which around 60 to 70 developers got together in order to collaborate for the first ever Palantir development developmental community meetup, which is very interesting. This was actually hosted by Axel Springer, and there were two major points of discussion in which were reiterated throughout the conference. So the first major point of discussion was recommendations with machine learning and Foundry. And secondly, perhaps most interestingly, is to Foundry as an open platform. A short journey of using Foundry from cost monitoring and low-level data set diagnosis to building cost-efficient pipelines. What we've built so far and also about to soon to be released open source projects that help you with third-party app integrations. One of the panel hosts, Michael Datberg, said, Michael Datberg worked for different technical roles over the last 11 years and he built software for improving search quality at Algro PL and the back-end application for customers at a range of other companies, currently at Axel Springer. And as a data engineer, he is working with Foundry to tackle challenges related to programmatic advertising. Now, we're going to get to why developmental communities are so fundamental for an investment within a software company. It's present within the case of AWS. It's present within the case of Snowflake Panthers. Lacked agility from management's point of view when it comes to having a developmental community. But finally, we're seeing a more aggressive move within this direction, which will elicit further commercial growth. And we'll speak about that in one second. So note that there was around 60 to 70, 62 specifically, I believe, people that went to this event, and they were all individuals that are using Foundry. If you compare that to other kind of events, other development and meetups, it's not that much at all. And as Codestrap raised it on Twitter, and I believe he actually went to the event, Palantir needs a developmental community thriving by 2025. Otherwise, it's, at least for me, a kind of a deal breaker. And I think many people in the community have kind of reiterated that over time. If you want to elicit true growth when it comes to the investment of Palantir, hybrid growth from a commercial POV specifically, then you need a developmental community to thrive. And we're going to speak about that in one second. So why is developmental community so important for companies, SaaS companies, software companies, companies like AWS, Snowflake, and specifically Palantir? The reason is why it's based on what I call open innovation. Open innovation is the practice of early stage products collaborating with super fans or other companies. Companies should favor open innovation as it can lead to an array of benefits. A closed, secretive model is usually inferior. With open innovation, companies can jointly develop ideas, technologies, or markets with customers. Palantir is yet to achieve a developmental community or test trial for the software. And unlike other successful tools, Palantir is unique in the sense that developers cannot use the program within a freemium tier model easily. And the most important point, perhaps, is this lack of developmental community, this lack of a freemium offering, is reducing the probabilities of adoption of Palantir because the software solution is invasive because the software solution is complex and because the software solution is fairly unique, if I would say, then it really reduces the probabilities of adoption. You want to have developers who are opting in for the software solution prior to it actually being adopted within the organization. You want people like Codestrap using Palantir Foundry and then perhaps going to their boss, going to the organization, going to people that they work with and spreading the word in order to enable adoption. You want basically evangelists that are using the software solution in their own time in some sort of freemium tier in some sort of developmental community sense and therefore they can elicit growth of the community and the product naturally that is what you want and it's no secret the palantir is an invasive complex tool some people view it as some sort of black box and as an investor i've noticed over the past few years in which i've been invested in palantir 
sometime after DPO, there's been an array of narratives in which this product is a black block box, it's, it's very complex, it's confusing. And that is what the developmental community is needed for, reducing these preconceptions and breaking down the complexity of the products. And I've said many times, and one of my biggest concerns about this company and investing within this company is the fact that this really highlights the lack of agility by management. Why has this product of a freemium trial, why has there not been an increased developmental community in, in the past? Why is it taking so long to do this? And Al Cup has said in the past that he's made mistakes personally in regards to the sales force in which he only had a very small sales force and therefore basically gave market share accidentally to the likes of Snowflake and other competitors in which perhaps don't have a good product, but they have a really good method of selling and distributing the product. Palantir have messed up in the past. The bottom line is Palantir must ease adoption, ease the friction associated with adoption in, in order to enable hyper growth. It's, 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 there's no two ways about it. So the creation specifically of a true developmental community and the possibility of what some are arguing a freemium tier, this could elicit growth for the company. For example, when you look at Snowflake, they have a range of initiatives in which are focused upon open innovation. This is why Snowflake is such a successful product. Whilst Alex Carp is often very, you know, angry, it seems, at Snowflake, and whilst he bashes Snowflake commonly, the bottom line is this product is good and it has a great team behind it in which are pumping this product in the sales and marketing sense with almost half the headcount solely focused on sales and marketing. That's why they're growing so specifically and so exponentially. When you compare that to Palantir, they only have a sales and marketing team of 1% of the overall headcount for the organization, which is fairly staggering in itself. For example, look at this. Snowflake has a user group. It's called Snowflake User Groups, and they're a global network of community-driven chapters where customers can get together and share use cases, check out new features, and learn from one another. They hosted both virtually and in person, and the Snowflake user groups bring together data professionals to connect and grow together. Snowflake actually has what they call university uniforms page, in which what they call this is a method of incentivizing growth for the products. All of this is fundamental for growth. There's no two ways about it. Without a developmental community, if you ask anyone in the data scene, I've, I've talked to CEOs who are using Palantir. I've talked to them personally. They say that their sales and marketing is terrible. They say that no one really knows about the product. And it's only until Palantir first approached the organization and explained and gave a description and used the product within the set organization, which adoption was was achieved. But prior to any of this, many of the CEOs that I've spoken to, many people that use Palantir on a regular basis that I've spoken to, they've all said they didn't know Palantir beforehand, they didn't know it existed. If you go into these circles, not many people know about this product yet, despite the fact that it's so invasive, despite the fact that it's so supposedly superior, not many people know about the product. And this is a major disadvantage which the developmental community is going to fix. Let's just look at the example of AWS and how they achieved huge growth, specifically with the example of the developmental community. AWS mentioned within a recent report there was evident benefits of the certification and training programs. ESG surveyed more than a thousand learners across the globe who have taken on AWS training courses and earned AWS certification, or both, and identified the following benefits of the AWS training and certification. Apparently improved productivity, 84% of learners said that AWS training improved their on-job efficiency. Also, other reports stated operational skills were improved, 85% of learners saw an improvement in operational skills. Greater earning potential and job security, 69% of respondents stated that they get higher earnings as a result of the training from AWS and certification and the use of the developmental community. So the point being, you want to incentivize people to use your platform. You want to have a developmental community which is thriving in order to enable success and hypergrowth from a commercial POV specifically. And another interesting insight is the use of open source software for Palantir, which seems to be a big insight and a big development. We have a short quote from the event that I grabbed from Twitter. We, what we've built so far, and also what we're soon to be releasing, is open source projects that help with third-party integrations, said Michael Datberg, Axel Springer. I believe he works at the company. Codestrap also went on to state, 
on Twitter that I'm excited, in a quote, about the open source tools that they're releasing for Foundry and I plan to be contributing, he stated. So let's see what the future brings for Palantir Foundry and where the use of developmental community is going to be fundamental for success, whether it will elicit further success and growth, hyper-growth specifically in the US and later around the world. This is a major step in the right direction, don't get me wrong, but more needs to be seen as an investor from management in order to ensure and to kind of verify, validify the thesis on the company. Let me know your thoughts, check out dantons.com for more and sign up for the newsletter and you get a 2023 outlook from Danton's team. And yeah, I'll see you soon.